The Life of Learning podcast presents The Neutral Zone. These are special episodes discussing Star Trek The Next Generation. We hope you enjoy the show. Right. Hi, everyone. Hi, Reggie. Hello. Hi, Sabrina. Right, we have another um, Star Trek-related episode, and this time we are looking at a... Voyager episode that Sabrina has uh, asked us to look at and the episode is called Death Wish. I think it's season two episode 18. So we've all looked at it. So um, Sabrina can you just give us a quick synopsis of the episode? Yes. So in this episode the Voyager crew come across a member of the Q Continuum uh, continuum, who has been in 300 years and after releasing him he asks for asylum because he wants to commit suicide, but the rest of uh, his Q race refuse to let him die. And this episode explores uh, explores this case. And uh, I really found it interesting and I thought it would be great to discuss with you guys. Why did you choose this one in particular? What was the, um, what was the main sort of like uh, the main point the reason why I found this episode interesting is because we get to look at three characters quite closely and I like the the differences and the contrast between them. Um, you've got Quinn, who is the suicidal member of Q. You've got the Q that we know, John Delancey, and you've got Janeway. And just looking at their characters, it's just a delight to watch them. So that's one thing, it's the characters. And then secondly, it's the kind of morality, the debate between um, should we allow someone to kill themselves effectively? And uh, the, it's, it's, a, it's a debate and you do have to think about it. So I like that the episode makes you think and those are the, the two main reasons. And I think we'll go into this uh, in further detail. What did you guys think? So um, I have to say, this isn't one of my most favorite Q episodes, but uh, I appreciate that this is another one of those Star Trek episodes where there's a trial. And, and that's what kind of makes it good. Um, I, I was kind of, the first time I watched this, which was years ago, I was kind of looking forward to the Q Janeway dynamic, because um, I don't know if it started with Picard, like the dynamic he had with Picard was amazing. Because one of the things Picard is very, what's the word where you're very dignified. And then a lot of what Q did was to drop that dignity away. Like, um, I mean, obviously they mirrored it in this episode where he was in bed with Picard at one point mm. and Picard mm -hmm. just jumps out and they did the same thing with Janeway. Um, the thing I appreciate with Janeway is just, some of the stuff that she says in this episode, like, get off my ship, you know, she, like only she can deliver lines like that. Um, that was really good. I mean, I remember when he met Cisco and Cisco punched him the first time. Do you guys remember that? Okay, no, <laughs> that was on DC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was another good okay. one. Um, yeah, I, um, overall, it, it was a good episode, not one of my favorites, so yeah. For me, I don't even remember ever watching this episode uh, at all. Really? Um, yeah, no, nah, doesn't doesn't ring a bell at all, and I'm not sure 
um, how many Voyager episodes that I've actually watched. I didn't even realise that it went on to seven seasons. So that's how much, that's how much I've... Um, um, I, I just don't remember this episode. Q has not been one of my favourite characters, I have to say. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I've just never really, um, never really engaged with him. But in this episode, it, it didn't matter whether it was Q or anyone. The actual subject of um, of assisted suicide was obviously the central point of the of, of really the whole episode, and there was a couple of um, things in there. I see that was one thing as well with the Voyager. It, it looked more dated than the Next Generation, and I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah. Why Why was that? I mean, the next generation was, I don't know, many years before that. I don't know why this looked more dated. Did you feel that or not? Or is it I just don't know. me? I, yeah. I, 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 I did. Go on. You, go see. Yeah, I, I had that same feeling that it looked dated. But then partly it was shot, uh, especially when they went to Q Continuum, in like really old camera footage from like like the... Because that was in the 2000s, but the, the camera was from the 90s because you could tell... And they kind of put um, soft lighting in there as well. So, so right. I can, yeah, I, I like, like you can tell that that it, it is dated, but it's easier to shoot better footage in a studio than it is outdoors anyway. Right, got it. Okay. Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, got Supreme. Uh, I did watch uh, an episode of. Well, I watched the episode when Picard met the cure as well. So I had a. Uh, like was an interesting contrast, but I actually found the the next generation episodes a bit harder to watch. Their storylines were just like uh, earlier on anyway, uh, mm -hmm. just a bit more dull and not necessarily well fleshed out. And I thought what I liked about this, it was a fleshed out episode. So mm -hmm. um, you, you said you weren't so keen on the Q character. He's kind of... Um, I think a lot of fans, Star Trek fans, do like the Q character mm. because he's quite cheeky uh, and he says things that are, he, he's a bit unpredictable. So I do like that because he brings an element of chaos into episodes mm. that otherwise might otherwise might be straightforward. And mm. uh, that I, I appreciate. And he does puncture or he does try to puncture people's authority as well and actually the dynamic between him like and Janeway you could tell that he was infatuated with her mm -hmm. <laughs> just uh, the the sparring between the two of them and uh, I, I really like that and it kind of played up to let's say Janeway's kind of Catherine Hepburn-esque kind of yeah, uh, yeah, personality yeah, sure. as well. Yeah, yeah I, I have to say um, I was saying to, to Reggie earlier that Q was an accidental character um, which that he was just used for full, full fuller filler sorry in the first episode mm. um, and in the first episode that that he's in the first episode of um, the next generation he's a very dark character mm. and they only added the comedy later which mm. I think well, a lot of people appreciate but what I like about the Q character is he he's kind of got an agenda to almost make human characters reevaluate and grow in a way Mm. like um i think data said in one episode that he sees the human race as his pets and things like that um yeah um so i mean do you ever remember the episode where q picard has a heart attack because he has an artificial heart and q dates him back in time into his younger self to avoid him getting an artificial heart 
Well, that's a, well, that's a, a great yeah. episode, but it kind of shows yeah. how Q wanted Picard to learn not to regret his choices. Mm-hmm. And that's what the whole episode is about. I think that's what, what really makes me like Q. He's almost like a teacher. I mean, mm-hmm. I've done a lot of stuff with archetypes. He's the magician archetype. So mm-hmm. he's not a fully fleshed character, but he's a teacher. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know if you guys get that. Yeah, no, no, I don't. And you're right. What Sabrina said about when the, the dynamics between um, um, the captains and Q, it yeah. does push them and he does wind them up and he does make them think differently and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I suppose I can appreciate um, the Q from, from that point of view as yeah. well. In this episode, he's not so much a teacher, but he, I would say he is the bringer of mischief and mm. um, bringer of, let, let's say, chaos, uh, the element of yeah. chaos into the into episodes. Um, yeah, I was going to say in Voyager, they changed what Q was. So in Voyager, Q got to grow as a character. I mean, he, he got to, in this episode particularly, they talk about, you know, when they turned Q human as a punishment, and then he fell in line with the Q continuum, but Quinn's death made him question that at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah. a, there, there is a change. And if you look at, I think the next episodes in Voyager, he has a child as well, the first in the Q continuum and, and things like that. So Q grows in Voyager, whereas he's like almost like a, a, a sage teacher in the next generation. And in Deep Space Nine, He's barely in it. So, and, uh, mm-hmm. but he, he does say something interesting when Disco punches him. He says, he looks shocked. Then he goes, you, you, you hit me. He goes, Picard never hit me. And then Cisco says, I'm not Jean Picard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He goes, no, you're easier to provoke. And then he just disappears. <laughs> oh, that dynamic was pretty good. Uh, right, got it. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. yeah. I, I particularly like the character of Quinn. And I, I found his um, innocence, his kindness kind of coming through. Um, and he seemed quite humble, which are traits that you wouldn't necessarily equate with somebody uh, from the Q race. And what you, even though he seems innocent at first, you, you learn that he's actually one of the biggest philosophers that they've had. And and he has a wisdom to him that I and a depth that I didn't see in uh, the you know Q, the John Delancey Q, and I really like that. And uh, there's a bit where he's talking with Tuvok, who he's appointed as his um, advocate in the trial, and uh, Tuvok says, "I don't, you know, you haven't really made a clear case because you know you're fine. Like how are you really suffering, you know, and." It's uh, it's the way that he responds, and he said, Tuvok um, says to him about him, you know, being an omnipotent character, you know, you know, he's got everything in the palm of his hands. Uh, so why on earth would he want to give that away? And uh, like he says to Tuvok, he says, "You surprise me," which is a rare and special gift for the Q, and it must be if you've basically been through everything, you've done everything. It is a rarity to be surprised. And it, he said, as the Q have evolved as a race, they've lost a whole bunch of things. They've lost their manners, their sense of purpose, their capacity to grow and a desire for change. And each loss is a new vulnerability. And 
I think that he's exactly right. What makes life worth living are each of these things. And as a race, they've lost it collectively. And you can see that when they go to uh, that reconstruction of the Q continuum and they're just yeah. in this desolate space and uh, <laughs> they don't look happy at all. They're, there's just no joy there. And I think like that really captures it so well. And it, it, it makes you understand the heart of his argument and how he is suffering. Um, yeah. Okay, I was going to say, I kind of loved how they portrayed the, the, the Q continuum. Like, you've done everything. <laughs> like, and you know, it's just like, what do I do now? Oh, no, let, let's play on the pinball machine or <laughs> do this. That, that's their existence. And if you were like that powerful, you'd probably get to a point where you do everything. Um, so I find that interesting. Whether it, it's enough suffering to, to end your life, I'm not convinced by that argument, but um, to add um, a little bit of trivia, the guy playing the pinball machine, the Q playing the pinball machine was the actor who played Dol... What's his name? Gol Dukat in Deep Space okay. Nine. Okay. okay. Yeah, um, I, I, I think for me, that, that scene with when they went into the continuum was the real high point for me of the episode yeah. because it made you fully understand what it's like to be a um, uh, to you know to be in the Q continuum. A powerful being. Yeah, yeah. And what I really liked was um, when he said they don't speak because it's all been said. Yeah. <laughs> and I just yeah. thought that it's kind of was... like a kind of like a bad marriage, right? <laughs> yeah. You, you, well, yeah. I suppose you could look at it that way, but it was. You know, if you've been there, done it, and yeah. uh, said everything, and even if you said it, I don't know, five times already, yeah. the sixth time you're thinking, well, what's the point? We've said it already, but you, yeah. we're talking about thousands of probably millions of years of doing the same thing. So, yeah, yeah I think that's the, um, that's the, uh, that, that's what, it, for me, it captured the desolate, been there, yeah. done it, nothing more to do. I can't keep doing this all the time. I know what you're saying. But yeah. then, you know, we kind of do stuff all the time anyway, you know? Um, yeah. But the other thing is, um, you know, the Q, obviously, in this episode, they're portrayed as um, not really caring about anything. Yeah. But do you remember the episode Q the Mortal, where they turned him human as a punishment for, for torturing all these other species around the universe? No, but it was mentioned in this episode, though, wasn't it? The reason why yeah it was, yeah okay got it well there, there was another q that came back um mm -hmm. and then ultimately when q made the ultimate sacrifice for the enterprise he he stopped mm -hmm. time and he's yeah. like what are you up to q and it was very much like the q don't like this q because he mm -hmm. is mischievous and you know and yeah. stuff like that um there was none of that portrayed here it was like they were almost like you know what's the point of them even existing they're just gonna do you know yeah it's like yeah. they, they seem like non-caring beings. Well, do you know what? I think here's the thing that, that no one discussed in the episode. Why didn't the Q continuum just wipe that Q's memory so he could start all over again? Like, but would he be really him anymore? <laughs> you know, isn't that the same as, you know, but, death well, I, in a way? Yes, but it's better than death because you get to relive stuff. 
if you know what I'm saying. So it's like if the option mm-hmm. is him committing suicide or him starting over again, the more humane thing would be letting him start over again. Because either way, he's gone. But then there's something new in his place. Well, they didn't let him die. They let him be mortal. And they so really they let him have a choice of how he want what he wanted to do with his life. And I think there is a distinction. Um, you know, it's not like they they executed him. And it one of the, that was one of Tuvok's arguments. You know, what can it like in their society, they are quite happy to have capital punishment. So they're happy to kill certain Q, but that what they won't allow is that the Q to choose to do it. So why is one allowed and not the other? Yeah, that's an interesting point because I'm like against capital punishment. Um, however, I'm kind of anti-euthanasia as well because I know that's a moment in time you feel that way. Um, you might not feel that way always. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, that that question that they brought up was yeah that was huge. Capital punishment, yeah, okay with that, but you know, suicide, you're not. And I was thinking, well, this guy Q could have, I don't know, could have done something that could have um, caused. He could have been tried for capital punishment. And he could have, they could, he could have killed, they could have killed him then. So I was thinking that could have been a way out. He could have done something, mm. mind you, you would have had to probably maybe kill someone to, or kill a whole race in order to get, yeah. um, so that probably wasn't a, a way out, but I'm sure there must have been something he could have done that would have been I, worth I, I, capital I have, punishment. To say, I have to say, Reggie, that's not true, because no. if we go back to the episode where they turned Q mortal and he was about to die, yeah. um, that he didn't do any kind of mass murder or anything, he was just okay. really mischievous. Okay, or so maybe he did commit mass murder. You never know. It might have been one of the things he did. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, the, the whole point yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, um, Sabrina, while you were gone, we kind of discussed um, Q and how the characters changed throughout like, like the thing. And into Voyager is where they actually look at him as a character. Because he has, mm. he makes choices. He he has a child in a later episode, mm. um, you know, and then he has a, a mischievous teenage cue that in, in a later episode and st- things like that. Something which they didn't do with him prior. They're adding dimensions to him, I think. Yeah, and well, I was like, because I kind of preferred him as, you know, like a teacher archetype kind of character rather than. A character that happens, stuff happens to them. Mm. Funny enough, similar to Guinan, we all prefer Guinan as the the wise bartender than someone who, I don't know, has an episode where, where something you know they're, they're dealing with something. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if we prefer, like, because let's say the. The teacher archetype is kind of you're placing them in an in kind of an omnipotent position where they're the ones they disseminate wisdom to other people they give it to others but I like characters where they learn stuff themselves. No, but this is the one of the things we're talking about. Q puts particularly Picard through situations where he learns something about himself rather than mm. actually telling him stuff. So like the prime example mm. was talking about the episode where Picard 
has an artificial heart and he dies at the start of the episode only to find Q on the other mm-hmm. side who puts him back in his body when in his Starfleet days um, and mm-hmm. then he stops himself getting stabbed through the heart but it changes his life and he's no longer Picard he's, he's um, never achieved anything and stuff like that so mm-hmm. Picard at the end says he gave him a chance to you know pull on one string of his life and unravel his life Mm. One thing I'll yeah. ah, just one thing I just want to bring up the um the the conversations that um that Janeway had with Q and yeah. some of the things that he said was uh, and this is uh, this is speaking to you from a woman's point of view um, Sabrina he said uh, I think I think I can't remember what he said he said what do you expect um, with a woman taking over the ship. <laughs> I can't yeah. remember. That, yeah, that, you know, he, that made me laugh. No, he yeah. pushed the buttons like like completely. Yeah, he did. Really, <laughs> like, and, like, and I love that, go on. I said I love when he called her Madam Captain and she's like, you know, oh, what did she I'll say? say Don't that. call me Madam. Yeah, she's like, that. oh just yeah, Captain yeah. or something. And I was yeah. like, that's wicked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did yeah, so, I, that bit did make me laugh. Yeah, when like, he, think, uh, it's yeah. when sorry. My God, carry on. No, uh, yeah, it's that bit when um, he said, oh, uh, you know, Starfleet aren't meant to be in this for another hundred years. And then he said, uh, oh, you know, trust a woman being in the captain's seat or something like that. And uh, I think, well, that made me laugh because uh, in a way, there's probably a lot of people (laughs) that that would think something like that dumb as well. Um, It's just... He, he is doing it to push buttons and uh, try and, you know, that's what he does. He tries yeah. to wind people up. He, he wants to get a rise out of them. In a way, he's kind of like, um, like he's a child, but not in an innocent way. He's a child that likes getting attention just by saying any old crap. So yeah. um, that's what he likes to do. Attention yeah. by any means. You know what, he, he's, a, he's a tester yeah. as well. Yeah. Like he sure. loves to test yeah people and that's why he pushes buttons as well yeah. man. <laughs> there was another yeah, line he said I, like, go on my God, Sabrina. what was that no there was another no. line he said was um uh, i wonder if um if the pants are going to really fit then he looks at her backside he said that um well you know yeah this is a tough decision that's why you're in starfleet we're going to see whether the pants really fit then he looks at her behind <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so and that's another one where he's pushing the buttons and he's just pushing yeah he's, yeah. he's just really pushing it yeah do you know what one of the funny things like you're talking about what i like about go on go on what i like about that is uh, the dynamic because even though he is being uh, uh, (laughs) being a douche (laughs) uh, (laughs) janeway doesn't rise to it she like she maintains her authority all the way all the way through and that that would be really hard to do if you've got this uh, person who's like basically being a child um mm-hmm. like how would you react to that and uh, she doesn't um she doesn't bring herself down to his level at any point she gives as good as she gets as well um so that's what i liked because it would have been easy to if if she hadn't been a strong character 
everything would have been him punching down. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't cross quite that way because she maintains her authority throughout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and, I think uh, that, she does that through. Keep, yeah, go on. I was going to say, I think with the Q, it, it's different. I think if you're a being who is that powerful and then has that much knowledge, and and um, wouldn't you, when you you see someone like the human race, think of them as children, and then like we we often like play with children and then like make fun out of them and you know and stuff like that i think that's what q's really doing (laughs) think for yourself sick no i'm not i'm not talking about you guys i'm talking about like a a, a high-powered being (laughs) how would they look upon like like you know uh the human race yeah yeah i think with the q character though after seeing what it's like in the continuum you can see why he likes to get out there and yeah. you know, make fun of people because that, that continuum just sounds really boring. And yeah. by mixing with human beings, at least there's you know a little bit more excitement, a little bit more um, yeah. you know more yeah. things to do and stuff like that. And you can well, see you know, why he likes to play yeah. with the humans because where he's coming from, it's just boring as hell. Well, you know what? This is one thing yeah. that the Quinn Q said, which I th- knew already from watching Q in in the other series. Um, the Q aren't omnipotent. They they don't know everything, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. the Q character has been very surprised by some mm-hmm. of the results through testing the Enterprise crew and things like that. Um, so yeah. yeah, they they might know a lot, but they they they're not omnipotent. Mm. Yeah, and actually, they're very flawed characters as well. Well, uh, Q is anyway. You know, yeah, yeah. just because he has these powers, and and like Quinn says, doesn't they are not um like they're not perfect beings, and they have lost a lot um, of themselves, like how they are. They don't have the capacity to grow or change, in and like I think you know that makes them less interesting. They they've lost their manners. They've got their, lost their sense of purpose. These are all things that we kind of take for granted, and. Um, yeah. Mm. So, so would we say that, um, okay, there's a couple of things. Q, is Q, is he typical of what the Q people are? That was one thing. And also with the um, with the Q race, would you say they've lost their culture and identity because they've evolved and evolved and evolved so much? That's, that's the things. Was, is Q a typical Q being? Well, I would say no, because they, yeah. They literally punished him for it, yeah. for all the mischief and, and stuff. Yeah. And the Q, the rest of them tend not to interact with other, you know, beings, you know. It was only been mentioned with this Q being mischievous and Quinn obviously <sighs> helping Newton and, uh, you know, Riker's great father and stuff mm. like that. It was good to see Riker in this episode, I have to say. Yeah. Okay, on that, yeah. I thought that it was out of order that they dragged them from their timeline <laughs> to this trial, even though they're meant to forget it. I was thinking, you know, yeah. is it, I just thought that was, what's the word? Um, kidnapping. Yeah, it was kidnapping, and it was against their will. And I'm thinking, <laughs> no, you can't do that. That's not right. That's well, not actually, right anyway. <laughs> actually, actually, Reggie, I work in a, a court of law, and that's common. It's called a bench warrant. 
<laughs> you can just stab someone and make oh, them okay, all right, that's kidnapping. Yeah, it's 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 state kidnapping for the law. <laughs> yeah, it's called the yeah. Bench. I mean, what did you think about that? Oh, I'm well, not thinking that too much. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I didn't think you had bench warrant. Like even being on a jury, you're being kidnapped from your life to you know judge on a case. You know, there's all sorts of. Um, ways that this plays out so they're needed for this trial so they're being called as witnesses so i think that's fair enough yeah. cool. without disturbing their timelines <laughs> yeah which but i did you know so i would say they weren't the first people to do it because if you remember bill and ted's bogus journey they did it in the future they went back in time and bought famous people to give lectures mm. in the future mm. Mm. Okay. and they didn't wipe their memory so what the hell was that all about <laughs> And okay, so the, um, I don't know if, we, if there's anything else in terms of the the the, you know, the main part of the episode. What did we think about the ending? Because that was um, um, I don't know. You could look at it in many different ways. So, what did you think about the ending? So ultimately, the Janeway decides in his favour that he is allowed to become mortal, okay. thinking that um, you know once he's human, there's lots for him to explore. He can explore you know, uh, his humanity, but he decides to commit suicide anyway, which is, I think, like, I was really disappointed because I liked his character and I didn't want him to not be around. Um, and then we find out that it was Q that gave him the poison that let him die. So mm -hmm. in a way that was like a, a slight twist because Q ultimately does understand and sympathizes because he could have just, you know, left him to do it by his own devices, but he he understands. And that's what I found interesting. I mean, yeah, I mean, that was one of the, the key things at the end of the episode. It's the, the trial actually convinced, you know, the original Q that um, things needed to change in the continuum. Um, but the other thing is, though, I kind of disagree with um, Janeway's reasoning for letting him, like, like giving him asylum, because um, his whole argument was, you should let me kill myself because I'm bored, which I, just, I don't think I would ever fall for that. I mean, even if, if he said I'll be bored for the rest of my life or forever, I still don't think that that's grounds upon, yeah, you can kill yourself, you know? But I think it's a personal thing for everyone. Mm. Yeah. It just, uh, I found it interesting because I can't imagine being in that situation where I would be bored, but then, you know, I haven't been in, uh, around for millennia. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's hard to uh, em empathize with that. But I think he does, he does carry it across well. Um, who are you to decide what is suffering enough? You, yeah. you know, you could equally argue the other way, you know, how bad must his suffering be that he's willing to give up all the powers and everything that he has to, like, to do this, you know, um, it, just because we can't understand it. And also you're kind of taking away his free will to be able to decide what he wants to do. Like yeah. with that, you know, why do you get to decide what he does with his, uh, his life, not him? Why shouldn't he have the have the choice? See, I kind um, of was, um, not... I was going to say it's kind of personal for me because I, I was a prison officer for quite a while and I've done a lot of suicide watches. 
um, for people who wanted to kill themselves, you have to watch them all the time. Um, and you know what? It's it's just the same deal. I mean, you could question who am I to take away their choice to kill themselves? Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think what might have been a good idea is uh, like having him have therapy, <laughs> before, you know, <laughs> instead of it being a, um, yeah. okay, we've decided in your favor, you can get like, how about, um, you know, we understand, but we want you to talk it through with some people, um, see if any of that can be resolved because maybe that would have helped, you know, yeah. maybe that's one thing he hasn't done. We just don't know, unfortunately. Yeah, and also as well on that, yeah, the therapy probably would have helped, but him hanging around with the human beings for, I don't know, the next 20 or 30 years, surely, you know, at least he would have experienced something different than, than he would have been in the continuum. And I thought that would have been a nice way to, to end the episode. Yeah. But the good thing about good thing about Star Trek is they're not, they don't end some of these episodes all happy, everyone's smiling and, you know, yeah. they move on to the next episode. So. I've got to give Star Trek props for that to, to say, okay, yeah. Mark, this guy's going to commit suicide, dark ending, wow. Yeah. And I think that's probably yeah. what makes Star Trek so good for, for that time. You know, yeah. you don't have yeah. these wrap, wrap in the box episodes and it's all done and dusted. But you know what? It's like one of those, yeah. it's like I think everyone felt this at the end of the episode. What a shame when he kills him. Yes, yes. Like what a waste. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. You know? um, mm. Especially seeing that they were all get up. Yeah, this guy's going to help us get back to Earth and stuff like that. And mm. then, then it was just gone. Mm. I think that uh, mm. that might have been one of the reasons they they, they did it that way, so mm. the Voyager yeah. things could continue. Yeah, yeah. I, mm. I, in a way, I think that that doesn't quite ring true with the arguments that he made all along, which was he's done everything, and he he has this chance where he actually gets to try something new, and he decides to mm. give that up. So yeah. I think that it yeah. doesn't jar with what he's been saying all along. So I would have liked him to, you know, live mortally for another, I don't know, 30, 50 years, mm, something like yeah. that, experience new things, because he's having the opportunity that he says that he hasn't been given. Um, exactly. yeah. I think it would have been good to see that. But he's not yeah. the, the first, and, go on, he's not the first Q to become human and die. Because I don't know if you guys remember an episode called True Q about that girl that goes on the Enterprise, who is the offspring of two Qs who became human and died in human form. I don't remember that one. Okay, yeah, yeah, because yeah. she kind of falls in love with Riker, and then she tries to use her Q powers to to obviously control him and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything like, else? Part of, that, me, uh, part of me was thinking, you know, if I was in in Quinn's position, like, what would I do? What would be? Like, would I get bored? Would I, like, is this a, a natural conclusion? Is this inevitable that you would feel this way sooner or later? And I don't think it's, it's basically because of how their race, like, has evolved. And he's, like, that has led to him feeling like this. I think you can get infinite, like, there's still more that he could do. There's he could help people and that would give him, you know, fulfillment and happiness. You know, you don't get two moments alike when you do that, that there's, um, it's, you get, there's more to life than just experiencing things. There's making a difference. There's, 
you know, you can evolve in many ways. Um, I don't think I, I, I would be bored, but it depends if the Q race allows him to, to make changes in the world or not. If they say you have to limit your powers, obviously, then there is limitation. But if they said you can, you, you can help people, you can do, you can have an effect on the world, then he could just carry on forever. Or I, I think I could carry on forever, especially with the powers that he's been given. Yeah. Since you've got the whole universe to play with as well. <laughs> it's, it's not even that. It's, it's, if you think about it this way, yeah, you have other options. Like Sabrina said, what if you just went around doing good for the rest of your life? And even boredom. Boredom is um, something you wouldn't imagine an advanced race to have. Because like uh, with us, we're kind of compelled to survive, you know, hunter-gatherers kind of thing. After a while, you think that would just go away and you could just like meditate on a rock for the rest of existence and be just content, you know? What do you think, Reggie? Yeah, I think what you said was, though, um, you know, you wouldn't be bored. Um, I think if because you've got the whole universe to play with, you shouldn't be bored because hopefully you'll see different things. But if you keep doing even if with the universe you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again and you keep doing it you probably would get to the stage where you are bored and I think this is where you know this guy um Quinn was at he was at that stage I and mean, I don't know whether he was helping people but do you see what I mean I, I, I don't know I suppose mm -hmm. we've got to look at it from his point of view and you know for him it was just enough but for him to have the opportunity to be a human for the next 30 years I thought that was that's got to be something new yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. So yeah. So yeah. That's it. That's all I've got to say on uh, that, that that bit. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I think that's why I enjoyed it because uh, it does make you think about things, and I like episodes that that make you think after the episode has ended. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I must admit this is um, when I first heard, when I first started looking at it, I was thinking, right, where are we going with this one? But then when it started talking about assisted suicide, then the ending, I'm thinking, wow, you could discuss this episode forever and ever and ever because, you know, there's just no one right answer. And, you know, the endings could have been so different, but I like the way that Star Trek have these endings because it's not cut and dried. It makes you think. And, you know, yeah, it's, that's, and that's what, yeah, I think I, I like that episode because of that. Hey, do you guys think after he committed suicide, the people in the continuum started talking about it? It was something. I would, new? I would say, I would say, yeah, I would say, yeah, but I don't know. Did they did they follow this episode up? No, no, no. no. Okay. The, the only thing they, yeah. Well, they they did they did the next episode that Q is in um, Voyager. Uh, basically, he says the uh, continuum is in chaos because of this death so it does oh, have, yes. have some yeah, yeah, you're right you're right yeah and, uh, so, and that's uh, when they decide to have so it, does, it does have it, yeah. yeah it does have some negative consequences but uh you don't know that at the time <laughs> and also mm. one thing that the q fear is the unknown and that's why they didn't want it to happen um but yeah you do see that it does have consequences later on mm. I did. Uh, Go on. Can 
I did think they didn't have to lock him up in a rock for like hundreds yeah. of years. They could have been a, they could have been a third way Khan. Well, no, no. Do you know what I loved about the trial where they said, you know, he's too valuable to kill, but yet you've had him for hundreds of years in you know what well, the comment, you know, doing nothing. Yeah. So it's yeah. the same, you know. Well, so that was their way of therapy, torturing right? him until he. Yeah. yeah. Like them putting him in the rock was their way of kind of torturing him to slowly con reconsider his uh, desire to. I don't think that that would have been very effective, though. <laughs> well, like we said, we mentioned therapy, didn't we? We should, he yeah, should have had yeah. some therapy instead of locking him away and trying to make him think that, you know, he should go back. That would have probably helped more than just locking I mean, him away. you know, even even a Vulcan mind melt would have helped him better than that rock. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think if he had somebody as stimulating as himself around, you know, that would have made a huge difference. Mm -hmm. There's lots of, you just don't know what he's done. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's hard but to that, the, 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 But that continuum place didn't look like a place where, you know, he could actually have those conversations or anything like that. No, because, no, they're yeah. not talking, remember? Yeah, they said that, you know, they're, yeah. already, they're not speaking because it's already been said. No, but you know, if it comes down to there's nothing new in the universe, why didn't he just create something new? Mm. I mean, in a previous episode, um, Q talked about creating the duck-billed platypus. So they have that, that ability. Mm. Mm. And also yeah. in a later episode, um, Q does have a, a child, which is something new. So, yeah. you know, so there seem to be episode. a bunch of possibilities that they haven't explored. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm getting from this more than anything is you have to have interesting people around you <laughs> for life to be worth living. You have to have interesting conversations. You have the opportunity to uh, to like try new things, make mistakes, and you know learn from stuff. But ultimately, you do need people that you can uh, have relationships with and that you can you know have interesting conversations. When that's gone, I can I can understand why you suffer. Yeah. And, and again, that's what Q did, didn't he? He went outside the continuum to find his, um, you know, interesting people, the humans and all these interactions with the captain. Yeah. You know, this two way thing, you know, with the captain, you know, the, the dialogue that they have. With him, he loves it. That's what he loves. Well, you, you know, know and yeah, you can't in, get that in the continuum. Yeah. In previous episodes, he's talked about um, human beings, as in like they always surprise him with their morality. Which is why he keeps coming back mm -hmm. and digging, sticking yeah. it to Picard, and you know other people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. He should live amongst the humans because uh, they will continue surprising him <laughs> in good and bad ways. So, um, yeah, I, I think I, that's an ending, like that's an alternate ending that I would have, I would love to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you gotta realize not only the universe is open to them, but all of time. So they could like literally go back and and you know mm -hmm. do stuff like like we we'd imagine we could do, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyone? Yeah. Anyone got anything else to? Uh, any final thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we should do more Q episodes. I actually wanted to do more Barkley episodes, but but I think Q's like a, from this is kind of reminded me of all the previous Q episodes and obviously the one the next one where 
he has a baby and uh, the funny thing mm-hmm. about that is Janeway rec- recommends them having a baby and then he that him and the female Q, they're like, oh, do you want to stick around while we make the baby? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Janeway has a bit of a, oh, look. And the, 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 then they just touch fingers. It's like, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, then, guys. Thanks. So, yeah, Sabrina, yeah, really, really good episode. Um, another deep one. Um, we've chosen quite a few deep ones <laughs> in terms of what we've discussed and this one I mean yeah we could talk about it for, for, for a lot longer so okay then guys thanks a lot bye bye